a half-century since Apollo 11 and man's first walk on the moon. It would be remiss of me not to acknowledge one of the most defining feats of man's achievements, the first landing on the moon and the crew of Apollo 11. Watching old grainy films of Neil Armstrong taking the first steps on the moon and hearing the iconic words he spoke, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Words that resonate through the decades, having lost none of their succinct potency. Cool, steady and unflappable, Armstrong was viewed as the best one for the job by many of his contemporaries. He had ejected from an exploding flight just weeks before. Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin and Michael Collins were heroes. Courageous in the many tasks that it took for them to accomplish long before that first moon landing. It would be their crowning achievement. But leaving their families and safety behind, knowing the thousand and more chances that could end the trip and cause it to fail and mean they might have to make the ultimate sacrifice. If anything went wrong while they were out in space, there was no backup, no first responders there, and if it all went south, they were on their own. Knowing that they did all that they were trained for, and some that they weren't, strapped down their fear and went anyway. Collins said that he would not have committed suicide, that if Aldrin and Armstrong were unable to leave the moon and return to the ship that he was orbiting in, he would have left them and gone home. Luckily for them, that situation did not arise. From 1962 to July 20, 1969, it took a little under seven years from the time that JFK said that it would happen until it did. The moon landing in 1969 followed Martin Luther King's assassination in 68 and Bobby Kennedy's assassination. And then came the backlash against America's involvement in the most unpopular war of that time, Vietnam. There was a lot more riding on the crew of Apollo 11 than man's first landing on the moon. The US needed something to unite the country. But when President Nixon wanted to take the credit for Apollo 11's achievement, others discouraged him. It was Armstrong's humility that saw the event become one viewed as something that had been achieved for all mankind. His words took the focus off himself 
and his country. America was indeed magnanimous to share the event. Without the prowess of the US and the team in Houston, it would never have happened. Armstrong and Aldrin set up a camera to beam the first steps on the moon. Networks around the world had cleared their schedules to allow the live telecasting, and over 600 million people were able to view it. But Armstrong's words were inclusive and made it more personal for every man, woman and child that heard him. Even today, his words are generous. Later, after he and his fellow astronauts had completed their mission and were safe at home, they were welcomed as heroes by every nation that they toured. It is difficult to imagine how one smartphone today has more technology than the entire floor of technicians, engineers and scientists that were in command of their launching of Apollo 11. With something like 100,000 times the power they had then. But they had what was needed and it got the job done. Rocket Lab's Peter Beck said that he had been inspired by that error and that the average age of those working at Houston in 69 was 26. Rocket Lab too has many 20-somethings that are engaged in extending space exploration. Contrary to fake news on Facebook recently, at 89 years old, Buzz Aldrin and Michael Collins are very much alive and celebrating the half-century anniversary of the moon landing. Neil Armstrong died in August 25, 2012, a few weeks after his 82nd birthday. Born in 1930, there is something special about it. All three men were born in the same year. Yeah.